happened since uh, our last uh, full-length uh, episode so uh, we thank you for your patience with uh, uh, getting all this stuff figured out we're uh, trying to figure out the long-distance podcasting right now and it's uh, it's been a little difficult but we're, we're working it out uh, so we can bring you uh, what we know is your uh, you know just favorite time of the week uh, that uh, every time you see a news on the DL uh, podcast episode uh, put up on uh, SoundCloud or uh, on the podcast app, I mean, I know you're just thrilled. So, um, without any further ado, here is my counterpart, Mr. Drew Glover. That is correct. I'm Drew Glover, also known as the real Slim Shady. I didn't know that. Yeah, all the other Slim Shadies are just imitating. <laughs> So, That's yeah, good to know. I'm here um, with you yeah. for a change instead of all by myself. That's true. Yeah. But uh, we've got a couple of topics to get into Ooh. this week. Um, yeah, we do. Um, and we're going to talk about everything you missed, so just buckle up. <laughs> we're not going to do that, actually. No. Um, as, as much fun as we would all have, I think that's... Um, it would be a big slide excessive. excessive. Yeah. yeah, slide excessive. Uh, so, what well, we do have a couple articles we're going to go over and kind of uh, break down a little bit and give our opinions on. Uh, why don't you uh, start us out with the first one there, Drew? Well, I saw this really interesting article from from Fee, which is the Foundation for Economic Education. Um, I think they're a little bit of a libertarian sort of publication. They're, but they're they do. I went to a conference by them once. Some economic. Uh, seminar or something. Aren't you smart? Yeah, so then I liked them on Facebook and followed them on Twitter, and so I get to see their articles. And they put some pretty interesting things. And this article is really cool. It says, um, it's the 60, it's been about a year since Donald Trump has announced uh, his candidacy for president. Uh, What a a year it's been. It's been a whirlwind of a year. It has, from June 2015 to June 2016, we've got We've learned a lot about the um, the orange Cheeto man that we never thought that we would know. We never wanted to know. That's true. We've learned more and we've uh, endured more than I think uh, we should have to. But then, you know, I look at, you know, people who voted for him, so I guess we deserve it, right? You know, the one thing we haven't learned, any of his positions on any policies. That's true. Uh, this, is, this is an aside, and it's not really going to go with our... Uh, article here, but I did think of a positive for uh, Donald Trump. Okay, yeah, go ahead and Donald, cover that for Donald us. Trump wins the presidency, he'll be the first president in a long, long time that nobody is going to think is the Antichrist. Why, why is that? Well, I mean, if you if you just read anything about the Antichrist, it's not Donald Trump. He's supposed to be kind of likable. And, right, and, yeah. uh, you know, Although I've come back to the position of Donald Trump will never win the presidency, we can yeah, I was we can on, talk about was, that in a little bit. Yeah, but, I was, I was on the, well, when he first got man, the nomination, I was win. like, "What if he wins? He could probably win." And now, and now I'm looking like, at no, him like, no. "No, he's gonna he's gonna lose in a comical fashion. Yeah. He's gonna win like George Wallace states, and that's it." 
Yeah, I, I even saw Nate Silver tweeted something about how uh, Hillary Clinton could win 400 electoral college votes. Yeah, I think so. Out of how many total? I, don't, I really Four don't know. It's like 4 in 10 or something like that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's 400 and something. It's not more than 500. No, it's... it's you have to get 270 to be elected, so it'll be... Whatever well, that's is. 520. So, yeah, so 400 is a lot. It's a ridiculous number, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So Anyways, go ahead with the, the article. Yeah, well, there's 60 different uh, policy positions, or 60... So buckle up, people. We got 60. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, um, but I will say the, the big one... Um, or his first real big one when he was announcing, uh, before he even said the wall, his first one was that he's going to make Ford um, scrap their expansion plan to Mexico. And so before he was even about building a wall, or before he even talked about the wall, his first big thing was, we're not going to allow outsourcing to Mexico. So uh, then, uh, the next one, his next one, I'm going to go over the first several and then skip a few as we go. Sounds good. In August of 2015, he said that we're going to deport 11 million immigrants, triple the number of deportation agents, uh, force Mexico to pay for wall on the U.S. border. That was early on in August of 2015. So we've been talking about this for nearly a year of Mexico paying for a wall. Yeah, it's... So that's impressive. Yeah. He's stuck with that particular thing for a while. Yeah, and I haven't heard anybody talk about that lately. But if I was going to debate Donald Trump, I would say, really, we're going to make Mexico pay for a wall? That's all I would say. <laughs> that would be my entire line of attack. <laughs> In September 2015, he was going to use the FCC to find his critic, Rich Lowry. Do you know Rich Lowry? Rich? I think I've heard of him. I don't really Anyways, um, that was one of his stated policies, that he's going to use the FCC to find a certain person. Neat. Yeah. Um, 35% tariff on Ford cars made in Mexico. Yeah, so they're not coming back. I guess he figured out that. Then uh, in October, he said he was going to deport Syrian refugees legally in the United States. And then he said he was going to spend tens of billions of dollars on the border wall. Tens of billions. Which is incredible considering Mexico is going to pay for it. <laughs> uh, so... Plus, I and think it went up from like two billion to four billion to six billion to, like to ten billion or more. Yeah, every time he says it goes up a little bit more, but Mexico is going to pay for it, so it doesn't really matter. It's true. Um, yeah, deport. Uh, we already said that one. Kill TPP. He's yeah. against that. Get Americans to say Merry Christmas. That's that's a big one. That's a big policy. <laughs> Bomb the S out of Syria. Yeah, just the entire nation. They all deserve it, right? Well, I mean, if Syria itself completely disappeared, problem solved. That's true. In Syria. The Syrian problem is solved. In theory, you could do that with the whole Middle East, right? Yeah, I think so. He's going to bypass courts in mass deportation plans. So the 11 million immigrants are going to deport. It's going to take too long to go through the court process, so he's going to completely skip over the courts. Hmm. Which is the same way he's going to take your guns away, America. Yeah, it seems efficient. <laughs> well, it is efficient, yeah. Ban all Muslim travel to U.S. That was in December. It's so amazing half how, a year. How, uh, how short and quick a time that was. Exactly, and it was around the same time he said he was going to shut down parts of the Internet. Certain parts that we don't need. Just certain parts. Yeah. 
issue an executive order mandating the death penalty for killing police. Hmm. He well, he knows his audience. He can, if you say anything, yeah, he, yeah. He does know his if there's audience. anything about Donald Trump, he knows his audience. If he says we're going to kill all the cop killers, that's an applause line right there. Right. Um, and build a wall. Build a wall. Impose a forty-five percent tariff on Chinese products. Forty-five, but as he he clarified in the debate that that's just a bargaining point. That's just a threat. It's a threat. That's right. That's the one. That's a that's threat. Just a threat. I'm not really going to do it. I hope the Chinese aren't listening. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I never heard this one. And when I read this, I need to click on the link because each one is documented and linked to another article. Uh, in January 2016, he also said he would throw Bo Bergdahl out of a plane in Afghanistan. Yeah, did you hear that one? No. I might actually open that up in another tab because uh, that's it's on YouTube. I'm not going to watch a video. Oh, anyways. Oh, man, I lost the article. I went away. Well, that's enough of that article. Do you, uh, so, well, that's enough of that article. Oh, is it? Suffice it to say, he's had a lot of positions on a lot I of I really want to hear him say he's going to throw Bo Bergdahl out of the plane in Afghanistan. Well, the video didn't show up either. Yeah, I, I got a new phone, people, so I'm kind of figuring everything out. I apologize. Because the iPhone is really hard to figure out. Yeah, well, that's what they say. It's not user-friendly. That's the opposite of what they say. I was being facetious. Obviously. Here. Let me see. Do you have it? I can probably find it real quick. Throw Bo Bo Bergdahl out of the plane. I don't know. They'll have to wait a little bit longer to hear Bo Bergdahl's entire story. New episodes of the podcast serial will now be posted bi-weekly instead of every we'll week. This, uh, the show's producers up. say they need more time to investigate his story. Now, one person who would like to hear from him, never again, Donald Trump. Listen. Don't forget, with Bergdahl, we lost at least five people. And I've watched the parents on television. I've seen the parents. I've met one of the parents. Frankly, I would take that son of a I'd fly him back and drop him right over the top. I've never heard that. Bergdahl's being court-martialed. I've never heard that. That's pretty good. <laughs> how how do we miss that one? I really don't know. This just goes to show you, Donald Trump says so many amazingly ridiculous things that that went unnoticed. Right. And, it, and people forgot he posed his own I PR. Think, uh, I think this past week really summed up his whole campaign. After this Orlando shooting, he said, and he tweeted out basically, thanks for the congratulations, because I did predict this, but it's, uh, <laughs> but, but don't, but you don't have to congratulate me right now, because it was bad, it was a bad thing, but thanks for the congratulations. <laughs> well, he knew, well, all his fans were congratulating him, probably. That's true. To be fair. <laughs> okay. That basically sums up Donald Trump. But I did get the article back, there's a few more okay. that we could talk about. Alright. Okay, when the whole Apple, th- the Sam Bernardino phone, everything like that, right, right. his position was to force Apple and Tim Cook to break into the iPhone for the FBI. That seems so, about right. Yeah. Keep Obamacare's individual mandate for health insurance, because he likes that. Yeah, that's, I mean... The one part of, <laughs> the part of Obamacare that was most hardly fought against. He's cool with that. That's, that's the best part. That's your nominee. See, even, even Mitt Romney wasn't for that. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> he openly opposed Obamacare, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's going to nominate a Supreme Court justice that will prosecute Hillary Clinton. That would be... Because he understands how the Supreme Court works. Exactly. That's they also sign laws. Yeah. If you didn't know. <laughs> it's definitely important. He He said in... Let's see, March of this year, that he could envision, envision a nuclear first strike. So he kind of has the. Well, that's kind of the French policy on nuclear weapons as well. If they feel threatened, their policy is we can nuke you if we want to. Yeah, I think that should be your policy, right? Uh, in some ways. I mean, I, I, I hate to that. say that I could envision it, but I, well, I, mean, I would like, say it's our policy, maybe, but I wouldn't say. I can definitely see it happening. Yeah, that's that's definitely that's my plan. But I mean, I think that should be your that should be your policy. Is hey, you know, hey, we've got these. We'll we'll won't hesitate to use them if we think we need to. Yeah, um, so. they point out some specific ones about he threatens Pfizer, Carrier, and Ford, and Nabisco, per, like those four companies with thirty five percent tariff. He's going to go after Amazon for antitrust and taxes. Uh, and this specifically talking about individual businesses, he likes to call out and say, "I don't like you, and you're and taking he, jobs to Mexico." Called, he basically called out Amazon because Jeff Bezos like made fun of him, right? Yeah, but essentially, essentially. So well, I'm gonna go after you. I mean, that's kind of his. Attitude. Yeah, his his attitude is when I'm president, I have so many people that I'm going to attack, and I'm going to take care of them when I have power right. as president. And if you use Amazon, I use Amazon quite a bit. Most people do. It would basically, I think it would really, it would hurt Amazon a lot if, if you had to pay taxes. Because that's why I use it, because I can buy anything and get here two days and don't have to pay taxes on it. Yeah, and Donald Trump is just, he doesn't, well, he doesn't have a filter. We'll yeah, just I leave mean, it that's there. What he, but I mean, he says what he believes at the time, at least. So He could say that. Yeah, I don't think he actually believes anything, but he, at the time, he thinks... I guess he says what he thinks he needs to say at the time. He Whatever he thinks, he says. Exactly. He he says what he's thinking. Right. But <laughs> and I mean, what I he think, thinks changes. I think we kind of hit on it earlier. He, he, he says what he thinks the crowd wants him to say. Yeah, he's a good... Um, yeah, he's very good at working the crowd. Uh, this is not what we plan to cover, but I'll talk to you about it briefly, if you okay. like. About how... I, I read an NPR article about at the convention... How there's a rumor that Trump might speak every night at the convention, but he's not going to speak at the convention. He's going to hold rallies across the United States and swing states, and then speak to those rallies and simulcast them to the convention. One reason for this is he wants to speak every night because he wants to be the star of the show. Right. Another reason for this is he'll have friendly crowds if he does that. If he speaks at the convention in Cleveland... They won't have a friendly crowd. Yeah, they won't be the same as his rally crowds. Even even if they were all sold in, like, yeah, we're going to elect Trump, it the wouldn't same. be the same as his rally. And that's what he wants to project. And so that's the rumor going around that he's not going to go to Cleveland. He's going to speak every night. He might do the final night in Cleveland, but he's going to speak. He's going to be the keynote speaker every single night. I wonder if it's also because he can't get good people to speak for him. That's probably a large part of it. I'm sure he can get some because he's had enough people come out and endorse him. Like, he could get Chris Christie to speak or he yeah, could get I'm, Ben I'm Carson talking, to I'm speak. I'm like, but you can't get... He's not going to be able to get enough people to... Because, I mean, there's a lot of speakers at a convention. You're right, you're right. A lot of speakers. And you can't... I mean, 
the ones that are really going to come out for him are people like Chris Christie and Ben Carson and Mike Huckabee. Maybe yeah. Newt Gingrich. But I mean, like, you can't think yeah. of any other big name people that are like, oh, yeah, I'm all for Trump. Well, there right. are. I mean, right, but, not politicians. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so do you think that's a smart move on his part? I, I really don't think it'd be a bad move. I think... I mean, it would appear ridiculous for him to do the keynote every every night and not show up to Cleveland. Yeah, it. But it's Trump. It, yeah, but I don't. I don't think it helps him because I honestly think I think the more just the average person sees him, the less they're gonna like him. Uh, maybe I don't know. Um, I can't imagine him giving four or five different speeches. Yeah, I mean they're not gonna be different. They're gonna be all the same. Speech. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to see the same. Speech four or five times, but I mean we've seen it a hundred times now. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird. I think the convention is going to be. Is weird it a gimmick? Are you going to call it a gimmick? Yeah, I would think it's a gimmick. I don't know that's going to happen. Uh, I really, think, I wouldn't be shocked. I'm not gonna nothing, shocked. nothing I'm not gonna will shock me anything, at this point. I mean, he could say something the next couple of days. He might throw somebody weeks. out of an airplane. We wouldn't know. Right, he could say something the next couple of weeks that might really get people to turn against him. I don't know because. I think with these poll numbers coming out, people are going to... Because there's, there's more people at the There's, at the there's dissent. There's more people at the convention that don't like him to do. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because even among his delegates, so-called, they don't like, a lot of them don't like him. He probably doesn't have, but maybe about... You know, he might have 60 to 70% of his delegates that really like him. Yeah, except for his uh, white nationalist delegates that like right. him. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's probably, there's a, probably, there's a few of those. There's, he's probably got a majority of, of his delegates that like him, but every other delegate doesn't like him. No, and there's a, and I think there's a real possibility um, that there could be some sort of, not a coup, but you know, uh, some kind of revolt or some kind of stand made at the convention. I still think that's a, a possibility. I think there's a lot of people. That are not going to Urgible walk out. I think. I think another. That's another reason. If he doesn't go to the convention, I think. If he does, if he's just simulcast or whatever, he may just be avoiding a big walkout. He'll be, or a, a hostile crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Either I, one. I mean, but what? What would it look like if on national TV Trump goes up there and like half the audience just walks out of the auditorium? It would look incredible. Because I mean, I might cry. But I mean, like, think about what <laughs> for him it would be awful. But for me, I would just love it. He yeah. can't say something about that, right? He, yeah. Well, no, I mean, he'd any, say any good other, riddance. That's all, that's what yeah, he'd say. Any other politician would just not acknowledge it and just go on with their speech or whatever. Yeah, so he and he would, would he would probably, he would rip them apart. Yeah. And he he would say, "You're not welcome here. We don't need you." He he might. A lot of people are theorizing that he doesn't want to be president. He doesn't want to run for president anymore. A lot of people are theorizing he wants to get out of it. He might even say something like, you know what, I don't need this. I'm dropping out. See you later. At the convention. Yeah, I don't... I don't it's, it's, it's crazy because it almost seems like he doesn't want to be president. He's, he's not doing spending, everything he's not he can. Any money. He's only going to, to friendly places. Well, he called those three donors, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't understand. It's going to be interesting to watch. It's, it's definitely going to be interesting to watch. I mean, it's more likely than not, it's just going to go off like a normal convention, and you yeah, know, everybody's going to clap and whatever. But and he's going to get killed in the general election. Yeah, but I think so. This time around, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. It's very, uh, very volatile situation in the political world now. So, 
I don't know. Um, now, you had another article that I sent you. You want to read a couple of excerpts from it? From the, about Missouri? Yeah. Oh, that was a very interesting article. Um, if you didn't know, um, the Missouri football team is supposedly going to be honored with the Courage Award at the ESPYs this year. The Caitlin Jenner Award? Yeah, maybe they'll rename it. Uh, they renamed Caitlin. Yeah, that's after true. After all. But anyways, yeah, uh, the this is from Outkick, the coverage. It's a, it's a sports blog. It's, yeah. But it's kind of political, too. I'm not exactly sure what to call it's, it. It's uh, Clay Travis. Okay. Luke knows more about this than I do, but he sent me the article. And it's basically about, um, you know, there was that fake, protest at Missouri or there was a protest but we're gonna skip a game or whatever because all the fake and there was racism this, going on yeah there was no racism and there was no um reason for the protest Basically. like people just protested and then the university lost millions of dollars right and they lost like 25% of their enrollment for the next year like it really destroyed the university. And so for that, we're going to honor the worst football team in the SEC with the Courage Award. Yeah, really. Because they joined a protest about nothing. Right, when they were already like, I only had like two or three wins. So, I mean, if they were, if they were a good football team at the time, if they were in contention, I guarantee you they wouldn't have done that. But they were trying to just, I think a lot of it was just kind of save the face. We suck this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they ran their coach off that was had been there for forever, you know, and he quits. So it was it was a bad situation and a stupid situation. Yeah, um, he talks about how the how there was like no real issue for it and everything that they thought happened there, which I don't know the details of the story that much. Well, um, apparently, somebody heard. Uh, somebody else that they couldn't identify, say, uh, like the Edward or something like that. And then uh, somebody drew a poop swastika. Okay, I see that. On one. something. Yeah. But that yeah. wasn't confirmed either. And okay. Normally, swastikas aren't directed at black people. No. But, and then there was, then the guy who uh, first reported the guy saying the N word at him or whatever. It was a drunk non-student, according to the article. Right. And then he made up the fact that there was Klan people on the... On the and so it was made up. Klansmen. Yeah, it was It was just a stupid non-issue yeah. thing. It was by the PC police. Well, yeah. As, as he says, despite all this, a small group of terrorist Missouri protesters hijacked the entire school with a hunger strike and a fake PC Romani takeover, leading to hundreds of million in lost revenue over the years to come and 25% drop in student enrollment that was even more pronounced among minority students. The entire protest was a disgrace that ruined a great university, and the protest gained national attention when the Mizzou football team was dumb enough to join a fake protest. Yeah. Um, Or they had the courage. Yeah. Like I said, they would have joined if they would have been doing well. Any <laughs> well at all. I mean, they were, they were yeah. terrible. They won like three or four games last year. Yeah, I mean, they're terrible. And they didn't even actually skip a game. 
No. They just said they were going to. And, and then they didn't then they because didn't. it kind of fizzled out. Right. But they had the courage. To do, they were ready to do it. Right. They were, they were going to. They skipped a couple of practices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not really a season when they're not winning. And, yeah. Yeah. The, like I said, ESPN is a joke. Yeah. I only watch, I don't watch any, I used to watch some of the, the shows or whatever, like as far as like, um, mm-hmm. pardon the interruption, all that kind of stuff. I don't even watch sports anymore. No, it's it's all... The only thing I watch is I watch the actual sports, like the game. I've been watching, like... Yeah, uh, ESPN itself is more, like, liberal leftist propagandist than, you know, ABC or Disney, you know? They really are. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's like they're the leaders on... And it, the, the thing that amazes me is they don't know who their audience is. Yeah, they really don't. They don't care, but they don't know. They really don't know who their audience is because they're they're surrounded by people that are like them. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Kurt Schilling was saying he said, yeah. you know, um, basically, you know, he got fired a while back for putting something on his personal Facebook or whatever. Yeah, and basically he said, you know, hey, um, you know, they think they're diversity because they got all these different, you know, skin colors or whatever, and women and men and all this kind of stuff. He said, but really, he said they don't. They're the opposite of diverse. They've got one viewpoint. Yeah. They've got one... They said, if you don't have that viewpoint, you know, you're out of there. No, that's true. It's a diversity of, uh, of, of race or a diversity of gender, but there's no diversity of ideas there. If you don't agree with their ideas, then you don't belong. Exactly. And that's, that's kind of the whole way that the leftist PC culture is. If you don't agree with the politically correct point of view, then... You're not welcome. Exactly. And that's on universities, that's on ESPN, that's in the media in general. Right. That's just typically um, the case. Which, Clay Travis, he works for Fox Sports. Does he? Yeah. Okay. And, um, but he does the Outkick the Coverage uh, website, and he also does Outkick the Show, which is a, it's a show he does. Um, is this a shout-out? Yeah, it's, it's a podcast. He does a podcast, but he also does like a Periscope and Facebook Live show. Mm-hmm. He does like he just does reactions to things. He did a two-hour interview with Derek Dooley the other day that was really interesting. I like to hear that because yeah. I actually like Derek Dooley. It was actually I mean, it was a really it was a really good interview. You talked about really Tennessee. Funny. Yeah, he talked about everything. Good. I want to uh, send, like, send me I mean, that. I want to listen to it. Yeah, it, I mean it was it was like he is he it on his some, podcast. Some, yeah, I'll look it up. Uh, yeah, just I'll kick the so I'll kick the coverage or I'll kick the show. Or I'll Google it. Um, but yeah, I mean, he talked about everything. I'd like to hear that. He that interviewed would be Pete Rose the other day too. Oh wow, that would be interesting. Yeah, I I need to check out this show. And he, and he really, I mean, it's 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 probably PG thirteen to a little bit over PG thirteen rated language and language. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's not. But I mean, it's not like terrible. It's just like. You know how people talk. Well, reading the article, I I understand what you mean. Right, it's it's like the article. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's a it's definitely that the Derek do the interview was really good. It was, it was. Um, you know. I'd like to hear how they run things at Tennessee. It seems like a very interesting university. Uh, yeah, athletic. And I didn't I didn't realize the backstory of Derek Dooley. Anyways, I mean, 
I've, may have heard a little bit of it, but I don't because know. he went to law school. He didn't before he became a football. coach. Is that right? Yeah, because he didn't even he practiced law for a year and then decided he wanted to be a football coach. And George let him be a graduate assistant, basically. Yeah, we, but then we're he duly. went. Yeah, then he went on to coach at um, SMU, mm-hmm. and then he got. Um, then he coached with Nick Saban as a quarterback or wide receivers coach or something like that. Okay. For uh, the whole time he was at LSU in Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was a head coach at La Tech. I knew that. And then, and then he moved to Tennessee, yeah. And he wasn't a great coach, but he was likable. Well, he talked about, I mean, the way he talks about it, it's, I mean, it's his side of the story, but he yeah. does talk about, you know, how how bad their recruiting was. Like, you know, how they didn't have, they just didn't have anybody. He yeah. Said, his first spring practice, they had 52 players. I mean, he took over for Lane Kiffin, who is... He destroyed the team, basically. He destroys, he destroys everything he touches, except for Alabama's he, offense. I think he uh, he he got hired, like, two or three days before signing day. Yeah, he did, yeah, because Lane so, Kiffin left in the left him in the lurch, of course. Right. So, I mean, it's a, it's a very interesting interview. It's, it's worth listening to, so shout out. Mm. That reminds me of how much I dislike Lane Kiffin. Yeah. Not a fan. No. Um, so, um, I guess um, what has been new with you, Drew? We'll just get into some... <laughs> what do you mean? Just... Oh, yeah, you watch any new TV shows, movies? I, I watched all the episodes of Iron Chef America that are on Netflix. I've watched a bunch In the of last them. week. In one week, I watched every episode. Huh. I've, I've watched almost all of them. My favorite Iron Chef is... Uh, Michael Simon. Yeah, he he's he's really good. He's really good. Um, and Morimoto. Yeah, he's good too. I don't I don't particularly like. Um, yeah, I like. Uh, I feel like those are the three main ones: Flay, Morimoto, yeah, and Michael, Michael Simon. Yeah, and the rest of them are whatever. Who cares? Zakarian's yeah. um, okay. Yeah, he seems a little bit douchey though. He's a uh, well. He's just. He's one of my favorite judges on Chop, though, so I kind of like him for that. I don't like Chop that much. I like Chop, too. Not as much as Iron Chef. Yeah, I like Iron, Iron Chef's the one I watch. I don't really watch the other shows. Um, I watch them all a little bit. I did watch uh, The Experimenter. Oh, uh, yeah, like like I suggested. Yeah, it was actually it was a really good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, uh, if you don't know about that, it's about... Um, uh, I won't give it all away, but basically... It was in the 60s. A guy did an experiment about um, how far people would go as far as uh, if, as far as inflicting pain on somebody when uh, somebody of authority is telling him it's okay to do it. Um, so uh, it's very, very interesting. It's on Netflix. Um, it's a little more... It's, it's kind of an artsy movie. Does that make sense? Well, because the main character does the narration throughout and it's like... I mean, there's there's a lot of there's symbolism in it, like, and then you know. Oh yeah, that elephant. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it's a yeah. It's 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 an artsy movie. I guess but it's, I enjoy that kind of movie, so it was good. It was good to me. Like I I, I like that kind of movie. Um, it's kind of a cerebral movie. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was it was really good, and uh, I recommend that highly. Yeah, Jim Gaffigan's in it, which yeah. he's not funny in it, but he's in it. Um, and then. I was thinking there was something else I watched that was really interesting, but I can't remember what it was. I've just been watching Iron Chef. Yeah. I did watch uh, 
half of Avengers Age of Ultron. I like it. I, I mean, I liked it so far. I just I didn't get. I mean, I don't know. I just I'm not. I'm just. I can't just like get you know super into the Marvel movies because they're just. I feel like they're the, all the action is the same. So if you're not if it's not the storyline part, I kind of get lost in it because it's like. Eh. I feel like this is kind of the same thing. As Civil, uh, Captain America Civil War, the action's a little bit. It's different. It's better, I think. Okay. I liked uh, I liked The Winter Soldier pretty good. I watched that the other day. And yeah. I liked that better than I liked Avengers. I, I disagree, but, but I think Captain America Civil War might be the best one. I think it's because Spider-Man's in it, though. That helps. I like Spider-Man. It's something fresh. It adds to the Avenger I'm kind waiting, of... I'm waiting. I'm waiting on Ant-Man's that. in it. Did you see Ant-Man? Yeah, I liked Ant-Man a lot. Ant-Man's in Civil War. See, I liked Ant-Man a lot. Like, I liked that, that movie. Because it was really different. Yeah. That's the thing. It was different. It wasn't... In the, in the Avenger movies, they try to squeeze so many people in there. It, it kind of Well, that's sort of what they do in Civil War as well, I'll say, but... It's different people, so it's fresh. So there's a lot more. There's Spider Man and there's Ant Man, and there's a lot more War Machine and uh, yeah. the other flying one, the other black guy. I can't remember. Uh, Falcon. Yeah. Hidden Black Panther or something like that. Something like that. Maybe. That's um. Yeah, he's in that. Okay. I haven't watched it. I won't watch it till it comes out. Yeah, I saw that right, right after I saw. Um, Batman versus Superman, and so I get I got a little confused about who was in which one because right. they also packed quite a few people. Right. But I, I probably said it before. I love Batman versus Superman so much. I've I'm waiting on it to hit Netflix. Hit the Red, red box. box. Yeah, Red yeah. Box. It's not out there. I don't believe so. It, it's only been out of theaters yeah. a month or two. So I thought it was. I thought I saw it at Walmart. The other day. It wouldn't surprise me. They come out so quick. Yeah, I thought I saw it at Walmart, but I don't know. No, I absolutely um, love it. I, if it's in the red box, I might rent it and watch it again. Right. Um, I'm probably going to... Next movie I'll rent from Redbox will probably be 13 hours, though. I don't know about it. It's the Benghazi movie. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, liked, you saw that, didn't you? Yeah. I didn't I, ever I, watch I, it. I really liked it. It was a good movie. I might give it a watch. It like sounds... it's, uh, it's in the vein of like Black Hawk Down. Uh, which yeah. I haven't seen, <laughs> surprisingly That's on enough. Netflix. I need to watch Black Hawk Down. You're right. You need to watch Black Hawk Down. It's amazing. Uh, I, I've only heard good things that. about it. And I know it's one of the best. Black Hawk Down is awesome. And then if you watch Black Hawk Down and then you watch Thirteen Hours, you won't be disappointed because it's okay. It's, it's the Bla same. It's Black Hawk Down with modern technology, basically. Oh, that's that's. And instead of fighting like uh, in Mogadishu, they're fighting Benghazi. I'll watch. I'll watch both. Maybe before. Maybe before the next episode. Right. It's definitely we'll worth watching. Um. Yeah. Um, when I watch, I'll give you an update. Uh, also, uh, Copa America Centenario is going on right now. The U.S. is in the, in the semi We speak American here, Trump 2016, Roll Tide Roll. <laughs> cold beer. Roll Tide Cold Beer. Um, but um, the United States is uh, in the semifinals here. We play in Argentina, the number one ranked team in the world. Oh, Scott, what's his name on it that's so good? Messi. Messi. <laughs> that's how much I like soccer. I knew Argentina had the the one that's really big that's not Ronaldo. Right. Uh, that's how much I know about soccer. Yeah. Although I do say, I, I enjoyed watching the World Cup two summers ago. Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. Well, or was it got, last summer? 
No, it was two summers, yeah. Women's World Cup was last yeah. summer. Um, I didn't enjoy that. I said I didn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. Um, but yeah, the, the Copa America is uh, going on right now, which the United States normally doesn't play in it. This is an expanded field. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. It was just used to be South, South America. America. It's usually the South America. But they like included the US. America. Uh, we played in it in like 2005, and uh, we've you know we played in occasionally. Not, but they haven't. We've probably gotten to the point where we're decent enough to compete. Yeah, we well, probably didn't we want to be the, in it before. We went to the semifinals, so there's exactly. We probably didn't want to be in it. So I mean, if, if we beat Argentina, we'll play for we'll play for the the you know the championship or whatever the Copa America Cup or whatever. Um, if we lose, we'll play for the third place. Uh, Chile and Mexico played last night, and Chile beat Mexico seven to nothing. Wow, that's that's <laughs> that's a high score. <laughs> it really was. Mexico just got it was two to nothing at halftime. <laughs> and they scored five goals in the second half. Yeah, that's uh, um, and also right now, uh, tough if, uh, you've got if you can watch ESPN, uh, uh, the uh, UEFA Euro two twenty sixteen that's going on right now, and it's expanded field also, so there's a lot of a lot of games going. I on. saw that Ronaldo, I believe it was Ronaldo, took a selfie with somebody that rushed the field. Did you see that? I did. Yeah. Which is interesting. Usually they tackle those people and arrest them. Yeah, I, I can't remember what game it was, but I watched one game and uh, uh, so they scored a goal and they were like, you know, they, all the players like ran to the corner or whatever, mm. and um, somebody from the fans like with a painted face and everything ran and just like got into the dog pile with them. That's awesome. It, yeah. Was it a Remy Galliard type? You know Remy Galliard? No. You'd like it. I'll show you later. Okay, uh, but it was it was pretty funny. And then, and then last, it seems like a Remy Galliard. If y'all know who that is, serious. Um, yeah, uh, Iceland is playing in it. Uh, it's the first time they've competed in a major tournament, and they've tied both games, so they're they've got two points. Uh, they need to they need to at least get a point and maybe have to win this next game to advance on, because they're taking all the first and second place teams in the group, and then. Uh, Four of the six third place, so two two third place are getting eliminated. But um, it was Iceland. They tied Portugal, and then they also tied um, whoever was it played last or yesterday. I can't remember who it was. I have no idea. Uh, but anyways, this this unexpected. And the interesting thing about Iceland is every single person, uh, the last part of their name is Sun, like. And the first part of the name has fifteen letters. Right. It's like, <laughs> They're Gorgons on and they're uh, every single every single players twenty something players and they all S O N is the last part of their name. That's the jargon. Is that an Icelandic thing? I suppose. I guess so. I don't know. That way, their coach can always say, "Good job, son." Yeah. Good job, son. Get in there, son. <laughs> I watched a I watched a game today and it was um, uh, France and uh, Switzerland and uh, or Sweden one. I think it was Switzerland and like four Switzerland players had their jerseys ripped. It was weird. Maybe they were wearing tearaways. And I was watching, uh, and uh, was they popped job. one of the balls. That like was they, kick, like, yeah, kicked they, the like, car out of it? Yeah, like they kicked it uh, at the same Two players kicked it at the same time, and uh, it just stopped, and everybody was like, what's going on? And it was, they, they had, like, it was a big, <laughs> it popped. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'd so, love to man, see that. Yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. I'd never seen that happen before. No, I've never heard of that. But as you can tell, I'm a big soccer fan, so I've been much more so than I. I've been following it pretty. Also, close. I don't have television, so I, even if I wanted to, I've been watching most of it on my phone. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Watch ESPN and also uh, Fox Sports Go. Okay. 
So, um, but yeah, I guess that's about going to wrap it up for this week. Um, do you have any uh, predictions for this next week's headlines? I mean, Donald Trump has taken 60 positions in this last year. Right. So you so can I pretty think, much say anything. It's eventually going to be a headline of his. <laughs> yeah, Donald Trump wants to throw Bo Bergdahl out of an airplane. <laughs> that's my headline prediction. <laughs> well, you know how... Um, no, that's, that, that is my headline prediction. Because you know how he, he said that the, before the judge was Mexican, so he was biased against him. He said that several months ago. Yeah, I always And then was, he said well, it again. Said about that. Yeah, it was weird. Well, they didn't say anything because he wasn't the nominee yet. Exactly. <laughs> um, so it's kind of like that issue. It's like right. it's just gonna three months, four months later, they're gonna be right. like, he's gonna say it again, and it's gonna make headlines this time. Right. Uh, my my uh, prediction is uh, Supreme Court uh, justice indicts Hillary Clinton. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> All right, well, this is going to do it for News on the DL this week. Uh, you can get us at newsonthedl at gmail.com. Send us an email. At newsonthedl on Twitter. Newsonthedl on Facebook. And you can reach me at lglover89 at Twitter. And I am at D underscore Glovernator on Twitter. From all of us here at News on the DL, thank you and good day. I agree. It's a light and tumble journey from the east side to the park.